Hello and welcome to the Art of Health podcast, where we dive deep into the art of unlocking your true potential and transforming your health, aesthetics, and performance. I'm your host, Marie Steffen, a health and fitness coach with over a decade of experience in this field. In this podcast, I share my best tips, valuable insights, and the wisdom gained from coaching thousands of people just like you. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of What Would Marie Do? in which I'm giving my best advice to one of my listeners' questions that might also apply to you. Because my goal is that every one of you reaches your fitness goals in the smartest way. This podcast format shall serve you as a free consultation based on your personal requests regarding your fitness goals. And before I start this episode, I would like to mention that I've created a waitlist for one-on-one -on -one coaching since my spots are full right now, but feel free to register for the waitlist and I'll inform you once a new spot opens. But now let's dive into today's questions of our listener Svenja. Hey Marie, I have started with strength training in addition to my swim training in a club since the start of the summer. I love doing sports in general, but my goal is to get leaner and look more athletic. I already built strength during the past months and was able to increase weights. I can definitely feel the positive impact of my strength training on my swim training. I have eaten in a caloric deficit for one month now, about 1,900 calories, but my body weight doesn't change. In fact, I'm even gaining weight. I'm 1 meter 68 tall, my weight is 65 kilos, I'm 20 years old and currently working in an office. I'm now training four times a week in an indoor pool, about one hour. And two times a week, I do a full body strength training session. I'm going for a walk daily during lunch break. I'm trying to figure out why my weight has stayed the same and what I can do better. I'm trying to be patient, but I often worry that I can't reach my goal. Maybe you can help me. Svenja, thank you so much for your trust and willingness to share your situation so that other people with similar issues can hopefully take away some practical advice of mine as well. Before we get into the four steps, I would like to take a moment to express my gratitude for my partner AG1. Over the past three years, AG1 has become an integral part of my morning routine and I genuinely look forward to it each day. My journey with AG1 began when I was on the quest for a truly foundational supplement that not only tasted great, but also offered convenience without the need for swallowing pills. I was seeking a high quality product that could provide me with all the essential nutrients to kickstart my day, feeling at my best. That's when I discovered AG1, a science-driven blend of vitamins, minerals, good bacteria, antioxidants, and whole food source ingredients. After personally experiencing the remarkable benefits of AG1, I'm so thrilled to have them as a sponsor of this podcast. My morning ritual involves mixing AG1 with a scoop of chocolate protein powder and cold water. And because I'm such a routine person, but my husband and I travel quite frequently, I carry AG1 with me wherever we go. It gives me the confidence that I'm supporting my energy, metabolism, focus and oxidative stress resilience of my cells. For our listeners and viewers, we have a special offer. You can access AG1 along with free AG1 travel packs and vitamin D3 plus K2 drops. 
through the link provided in the top right corner of this video or in the description and show notes of the audio podcast. Vitamin D plus K is particularly valuable during those darker days when we don't receive as much sunlight. Additionally, AG1 is suitable for various dietary preferences, including vegan, gluten-free, egg-free, sugar-free, nut-free and dairy-free diets. So you can enjoy its benefits knowing it aligns with your dietary choices. But now back to today's topic and we will jump right into the first action step that I recommend you do Svenja or everybody else who can identify with Svenja's situation. Svenja, everything you've done so far looks pretty good and correct. There can be several reasons for your weight to increase or stagnate during the past four weeks. You said you're in a caloric deficit for a month. This is clearly not a long time to get conclusive results about your weight progress. Especially when you just started a caloric deficit, you need to observe a weight trend for over a month because dependent on where you started the deficit in your cycle, water retention due to hormonal fluctuations can hide possible weight loss. If you start a deficit at the beginning of your cycle and then after four weeks make an assessment at the end of your cycle where most women tend to hold up to one to two kilos water, then chances are high that you misinterpret your body weight. And even if the cycle hasn't been a factor, a deficit has to accumulate over multiple weeks. My first advice is to wait another two to four weeks and see if you can observe a trend of your weight. And step number two is if the weight still doesn't move, it's very likely that you gain muscle mass. Since you just started with strength training and you're still very young, you are currently in your honeymoon phase, as I like to call it. At the beginning of your training career, you gain muscle mass quicker than once you're already advanced because at one point you reached your potential of gaining muscle mass and more effort is necessary to build more muscle fiber. We can't gain muscle endlessly and the gaining phase is often a steeper curve in your first years and flattens the more experienced you are. During that time, you have the ability to simultaneously gain muscle mass while losing body fat, which are usually two separate systems and more difficult to achieve at the same time when being a more advanced athlete. This is the benefit of training beginners. Therefore, they often see fast changes in their body composition if nutrition, sleep and recovery are on point. That's why you should not only look at your weight, but also compare form pictures every four to six weeks in neutral and flexed poses, which makes it easier to see your muscle definition. I went into more detail on this topic in the episode, how you can assess progress for muscle gain and fat loss, which will pop up here in the top right corner or in the description of the video and show notes of the audio podcast. So make sure you listen to that one as well to assess progress correctly and avoid misinterpreting your results. And then step number three, if your body doesn't change in the next three months, you can slightly decrease your calories by about five to 10% to test for a few weeks if this moves the needle, but it might interfere with the amount of swimming you're doing. 
the more cardio you do, the harder it will be to sustain a caloric deficit because cardio usually raises hunger much more than strength training. And the amount of hunger that cardio training produces is oftentimes higher than the amount you expend during those sessions. Especially swimming can increase hunger extremely. The cool temperature of the water causes your body to lose heat. This cooler body temperature creates a hormonal environment that tells your body you need more fuel. Therefore, being in the cold water triggers a hunger response in our brains, which can lead to higher appetite. That's why I don't suggest increasing the deficit if hunger is from a scale of 1 to 10 at an 8 to 10 all the time. This would mean too much stress for your body and could cause you to feel sluggish and maybe even lead to hypothalamic amenorrhea, which describes the absence of the period due to insufficient energy availability. Another way to increase a deficit is by adding another strength training session or accumulating more steps. For fun and effective workouts that support your endurance sessions, you can test my workout app for free, which I link in the description below, or you can also do my free workouts on YouTube with me together. And as I already mentioned, another way to increase activity is through accumulating more steps. I don't know exactly how many steps you are currently doing per day, but see if this is something you can easily increase by another plus three to 5,000 steps a day. Your daily energy expenditure makes up a significant portion of your total energy expenditure, which many people underestimate, but add one step at a time. Either increase activity or increase the caloric deficit. And finally, we get to step number four. Once you have increased your deficit and or energy expenditure for another four to six weeks, and nothing happens with your body weight, circumferences, and no noticeable changes in your form pictures can be seen, you might want to get your hormones checked. One possibility that your weight doesn't respond could be hormonal issues like your thyroid. It makes sense to get your hormones checked one to two times per year anyway. Symptoms such as dry skin, freezing all the time, constipation, weight gain, weakness, joint pain, hair loss and puffy face, just to mention a few, could be an indicator for a thyroid problem. But of course, symptoms like that can also occur for other reasons. So please know that I'm not a doctor and that this is just a recommendation to look at every aspect to make the best choices for your body. I hope my insights and recommendations help not only Svenja, but all of you facing similar challenges in your fitness journey. If you know someone in a similar situation, then copy the link of this episode and share it on Instagram or WhatsApp with your friend or family member to help them achieve their fitness goals. To get my advice for your individual question, just email me at mail at with your fitness related question and the subject, what would Marie do? And as I mentioned at the beginning, my one-on-one -on -one coaching spots are full at the moment, but feel free to get on my waitlist which you will find in the description below this video and the show notes of the audio podcast. And another quick reminder for you, I have created a free Go journal for you to download and I'm guiding you through this Go journal in my first episode of this year, which I will also link below in the description and 
show notes because this goal guide can give you clarity about what you want and most importantly, how you can achieve it. So if you found value in this episode today or in my last episodes, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you haven't already. Thank you so much. It would really mean the world to me to make this podcast even more visible. And I see you in the next one. Stay strong, healthy and flexible.